The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Want to become best friends with the single most powerful person in the country? Whether she's a Gucci girl, Prada professional, coach queen, or target trendsetter, we'll untie the purse strings and give you the inside track on today's woman. How to capture her attention, grow her loyalty, and create such enthusiasm about your company or product that she spreads the word with her friends and family. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Purse strings. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan, senior principal at Carmichael Lynch Spa as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Purse Strings. Here's your host, Maria Retan. Good afternoon. Welcome to Purse Strings. I'm Maria Retan. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can catch Purse Strings every Tuesday right here at 3 o'clock Eastern Time. You'll learn how you and your company can corner the market on the most powerful consumer in the country. The 51% of us who control more than 80% of all the spending, the woman. Well, first up, the perfect relationship, isn't it? Retailers and moms, the dream couple, am I right? Well, according to eMarketer, there are eight ways retailers and moms actually interact online. I had no idea, but apparently eMarketer put a lot of time and effort into their report. And this new report has some information that maybe you've heard before. I, I found a lot of it very, very familiar, but I guess it's good to hear again. For example, becoming a mom changes a woman's shopping behavior. Now, if you're a mom, you already know that everything changes when you become a mom, so why not shopping too? In fact, you research everything. You lean heavily on influencers like pediatricians and nurses, and you end up talking more and more to family and friends, right? Well, moms, we're out there. We're looking for bargains. Yes, especially in this day and age. I don't know anyone who isn't looking for bargains. And in fact, moms are using their smartphones to download coupons during shopping trips and comparing prices. Yes, mom is mobile, very mobile. And what we do know, without our smartphones, Blackberries and cell phones. Uh, eMarketer also offers um, that we need many, many new products when we become moms. Well, yes, that's true as well. Think about it. Did you ever shop for diapers before you became a mom or for baby food or for formula? Of course not. So clearly, um, beyond the things that just are needed to take care of baby, there are a lot of other contraptions we're out there shopping for once we become moms, like digital cameras and video cameras and even nanny cams. And we're going into stores to check these products out, um, as well as online. So a lot of these stores we've never entered before having a baby, or if we have, we're going to different counters within the store to check it out. Now, companies are wooing women even before they become marketers. We already know that. An e-marketer calls out specifically Shutterfly, diapers.com as two examples. And we care more about what we buy and where we buy it, meaning we're looking more at quality, safety, green aspects of the product. And you know what? We want to share our frustrations and our love directly with companies and that's whether you're a mom or not if you're a female consumer you want to be heard and you want to make sure that companies hear your voice and act on it again i didn't find too terribly much new in this e-marketer survey but i thought it was interesting and for many of you out there it might be the first time you've heard some of it but if nothing else it reinforces what many of you've been hearing on the show over the last couple of years 
up, where is mom going next? Well, we're going to be looking at trends coming up when I chat with my guest today, Jody Turner. But first, we want to check out our purse profile, the Dooney and Burke Babes. This is a single woman in her late 20s. Um, excuse me, late teens, early 20s. These women are trendsetters and fashion aware, and not many of them, if any at all, are moms. In fact, there's 1.4 million of them. Median age is 21. Again, that's well under the median age for first-time marriage or first-time child. Uh, They work part-time, so a lot of them are still in college, and they don't have children. And uh, they're living normally in a condo or an apartment. They do keep up with fashions. They are trendsetters, and they like to make a statement. They do shop impulsively, even though they might not have as much money to spend. Um, and, they, and what they do spend, they spend on clothes or toiletries and cosmetics. Uh, but they are, they are really looking at what they do buy. They don't buy clothes they don't need, even though they might be a little impulsive. Their friends are important. They are driven by ambition and money. And they seek risk and adventure. So what kind of brands are they looking for? Well, they're shopping at Wet Seal, Express, Nordstrom's, Banana Republic, Calvin Klein, American Eagle. They're driving uh, Lexus, Acura, and Jeeps. Uh, For cosmetics, Wet n' Wild, Chanel, L'Oreal, Neutrogena, and Almay are top products for them. And um, again, Gucci is Gucci, Guess, Kenneth Cole, Prada, Calvin Klein are, are top designers. Now, these... These Dooney women are um, reading magazines like Allure, U.S. Weekly, or excuse me, Us Weekly, Vogue, Cosmo, Glamour, and Elle. And they're watching a lot of cable. They're watching E, VH1, MTV, Comedy Central, more entertainment shows than news shows. And on their websites, as you can imagine, they're really on a lot of social networking sites like Facebook, MySpace, Checking Out, Movie Phone, Barnes & Noble, Ticketmaster, and Blockbuster. Well, my guest for the program today is Jody Turner. Many of you may be familiar with Jody. She's been a guest on this program a couple of times, and we're thrilled to have her back. Jody is the founder of CultureOfFuture.com, a trend and design culture consultancy in LA. And Jody herself describes herself as a cultural trend anthropologist. I just love that title. I wish I had that title. And she's here to share some unique insights on how world events is impacting our society when it comes to generosity and other things, and how social media can be amplifying the cause. So more from Jody when Purse Strings returns after the break. Time for something we can all relate to, shopping. Purse Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. AFCON 2010, the trade show that you know where affiliates always attend for free, is making its way to Denver June 21st through the 23rd. How would you like to come to AFCON 2010 and not pay a single penny? AFCON 2010 presents the AFCON 2010 Fully Free Experience Sweepstakes. Go to AFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. You can win round-trip airfare, a three-night stay at the Hyatt Regency Convention Center Hotel, and VIP access to all sessions, exhibits, and WebmasterRadio.fm's affiliate bash. All you have to do is sign up now at AFFCON2010.com slash sweepstakes. Be one of the thousands in the affiliate marketing community that are making the switch to AFCON 2010, the trade show that's free for all affiliates, June 21st to the 23rd in Denver. Register today at AFFCON2010.com. Charles, come on up and tell us about the great ROI we're getting from Revenue Wire. Thank you. 
Since I signed up with Revenue Wire, conversions have increased dramatically. Revenue Wire has an integrated shopping cart called SafeCart that offers highly accurate sales tracking, boosting our conversions through the roof. And now that they've added multiple international currencies to SafeCart, we're looking forward to seeing significant increases in our overseas sales of PC utility software from LavaSoft, PC Tools, Pareto Logic, and Avonquest. With up to 75% commission, real-time sales tracking, free in-depth sales analytics and reporting tools, campaign optimization resources, and now weekly payments for top-performing affiliates, our sales are climbing higher and higher. Thanks to RevenueWire. Find out more at RevenueWire.com. Ecom experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back to Purse Strings. Joining me today is Jody Turner, founder of CultureofFuture.com, a trend and design consultancy based in Los Angeles. And Jody is a cultural trend anthropologist who's on radio, online, and on TV. And in fact, Jody's been a guest on this very program a number of times, and I'm so thrilled to have you back. Welcome, Jody. Thank you, Maria. It's great to be back. Oh, so happy to have you back. I know you have just been trotting the globe. Every time I check out your site, you're always in some fabulous place. And, um, you know, you were just recently on the Dr. Phil show. Granted, I think that's what, based in New York or L.A. So you weren't weren't overseas this time. But I know you had the opportunity to be on the program talking about trends. And I, I have to say congratulations. That had to be great exposure. Yes, it was it was a wonderful experience. It was in L.A., and I was up on stage with Dr. Phil, and um, he really loves the idea of uh, setting trends for the year. So he was very into this program in particular. So we worked hard for the content, and um, he really had a lot to say about trends for this year. Well, and, and it's, it's a great program, and I'm sure you added so much value to the program. And the timing, though, incredibly ironic. Tell us a little bit about the experience. Well, um, you know, it was a very intense experience all in all. Um, the producers were calling day and night for the content because these, these women, these particularly the three women that I spoke with, work very hard to bring fresh content to the show. And since um, Dr. Phil loves this topic, they were really um, having us really do some intense research. You know, typically on the show, he focuses on uh, people that are having difficulties, and so he can kind of set them straight. And, um, and rightly so. We're all relieved that he is saying what he's saying. My focus more is on who are the living examples of how we can, can do it better. And I, I think that he and I were a little in conflict over that. But he still had me up on stage and, um, you know, to, to kind of show a woman who is having success in this kind of different sort of entrepreneurial realm. So I really give him kudos for doing that. And at the same time, then the, uh, while it aired, the, uh, the whole, um, you know, earthquake happened in, in Haiti and it was very difficult to, um, to, for my friends to see this sort of show, and they know that I'm a very deep thinker and a deep worker, um, and for them to see the show during this time. And, of course, later, Dr. Phil put on survivors who, you know, were great heroes and, um, you know, heroines about survival and living examples. Um, but at the time, there was a little bit of a, um, you know, a disconnect um, 
And, and, you know, and so I blogged about what it was like to be on the show so I could actually have my say fully because my type of personality and the things I'm doing in the world, you know, looking for inspirational living examples of how we can do it differently and better for business and community and country aren't necessarily his, his thing. But so, you know, I could speak about the intelligence behind the design of the program you know, having me up there and then the, the young women that could look at me up there with him. And you can get up here and be up here if you stop over-focusing on celebrity blogs and start thinking about what you need to do to contribute to the world. You know, and, and that was basically what I got out of this, is that we all need to kind of come to the table right now. And, and the whole earthquake really has, and the crisis we're going through economically, that is really what's going on with each of us. Well, and it's amazing that that's, that's what you're all about, Jody, and anyone who follows you knows that. And then to have that happen while you're actually taping the show, I mean, it just, the, the timing is, ironic is not even the right word. It's just the, the timing couldn't, it was very serendipitous. Um, do, you, do you think it was, it was really strange for you to be watching that show, knowing that Earthquake had created, you know, so much damage? I mean, clearly it, it felt like a disconnect for you, but also... I mean, knowing that social networks were really assisting the communication flow in and out of Haiti. I mean, we heard so much of that right after the earthquake hit, how social networks were really assisting people. And I just, I found that, that really interesting, especially knowing how involved you are in, in social networking. I thought you would probably tie the two together pretty quickly. Yeah. And yeah, that is ironic because the the show was very critical about online living and rightly so with some people and their obsessions. But, you know, you can look at that or you can look at the fact that, you know, through social media, people are finding each other, whether it was in New Orleans. um, I mean, Google Maps, people are finding each other. You know, people are finding people that are in trouble um, and also donating, you know, large amounts of money through little bits from a lot of people really connects up with that generation G or generosity idea that we can make a difference. Mm-hmm. So well, it, was, it was and, a great example. Yeah, I, I, it had to be kind of phenomenal to go through that. And, you know, it's interesting because you were on the show to talk about trends and here we are wrapping up Q1 of 2010. I can't even believe it's, I mean, we're already three months almost through the year. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. But as you as you reflect back at kind of what you were talking about, the outlook for the year, now that we're, you know, poor portion of the way through the year, are you surprised by anything so far this year? Besides, of course, the earthquake and, and um, the different parts of the world. But in general, based on where you were kind of prognosticating about the trends, anything surprising you or things maybe are, have just been reinforced? Well, I think reinforced... You know, we're on an evolutionary path in the new economy, and people are suffering. You know, people are looking at new ways of working. And it's interesting because the things we were talking about before the whole economic crash and some of our crises that are happening now were really about what's your personal passion? How do we connect with that? How do brands connect with how do brands connect in being uh, solution drivers? And so now we're seeing a lot of brand and social innovation align, and we particularly now have um, opportunities to serve as brands. And I think one great example is the Pepsi and Good Magazine alignment, and I think it's called Pepsi Refresh. And mm-hmm. every month they're giving, I don't know, a million dollars to various uh, ideas people have or social innovations. 
and you go and you vote for your team's um, ideas. And I don't know if you've heard of this or have you been online? Just yeah, I have heard of it, you know, and, and the way I heard about it is I knew that Demi Moore was kind of an ambassador for Pepsi um, and that she was on talking, you know, to making kind of her roadshow, if you will, talking about this. At the same time, Pepsi, for the very first time in a long time, chose not to have an ad in the Super Bowl, and that was creating a ton of buzz, and I thought... Speaking of refresh, how refreshing it was to have Pepsi take a stand like that. I mean, I think that will just chart the way, don't you, for a lot of other companies to do something similar? Yes. And it's so exciting because designing for social innovation, meaning if, if our government is not providing the money for that, like they do in the northern uh, Scandinavian countries, paying very high taxes as a result... You know, and we as Americans want a lot of freedom. Well, to have brands step in and say, okay, we're not going to spend the money as much on advertising. Rather, we're going to try and support social innovation design, that uh, people designing situations that help and allow people to kind of step up and solve the problems themselves. Um, this is what I've been speaking about for years and a lot of people are speaking about. And companies like IDEO, which is really the design leader and brand uh, consultancy leader, in, in our world, um, and they're really focusing a lot on social innovation and aligning brands with that while still doing the normal uh, business as usual, which it never will be actually again, but, you know, kind of doing business and bottom line thinking, but also including social innovation as well as uh, green thinking versus washing um, <laughs> in that triple bottom line. Well, there's a lot of issues that companies could be stepping up to the plate. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure that they have to be a little bit concerned about the politics of the issue, right? I mean, I would imagine that would play a huge role in their decision. I mean, yes. who can really complain about giving away money to, to do good? But, you know, we've got natural disasters in Haiti and Chile, and, you know, we've got health care out there, which has been politicized. And we've got the economics of the U.S., which has been, again, politicized. But do you feel like companies can get over those political humps? Do you think there's opportunity for companies to get involved in like a massive societal change? Or do you think they'll take kind of the, the safer road of, you know, good works? Uh, many people will take the safer roads. And, um, and rightly so because we're kind of in a teetering time. We are really in a kind of a fall and a rebuild time in our economy. So people are trying to figure out, well, well, how do we help rebuild? And I think everyone has the opportunity now to reinvent themselves. Um, and each brand has an opportunity to reinvent themselves. They just are trying to be careful about the way they go about it. Um, I love the Pepe Re Pepsi Refresh, and I love Starbucks doing a reinvention around reuse in their stores for sustainability and uh, designing their, um, their cup over the last... 20 years to be more of an eco cup and then also to um, by 2015 they'll have all the recycling um, available in the stores which is long overdue so um, while people are making these commitments they're almost a given as to how brands should behave even though they're being touted and it's kind of exciting it's really a kind of becoming a given as to how brands should behave so people need to step up into this um, but I'm, I'm seeing really interesting companies like Zeba Design in Portland, Oregon. And what they've done is they've developed their clientele in China via um, 
exhibits in their office about who the Sunshine Generation is or the youth of China, what they want, who they're about, and supporting a design from for China and from China exhibit that's been traveling around the country. So you can give back in a variety of ways. You can kind of um, you can support culture, you can support exhibits, and you can you can develop your business by um, supporting um, various events going on, culture, and um, they're really uh, providing a lot of information online at their company about what's going on in China. And I think people really need to pay attention to what's going on there because China's you know, becoming an influencer. Personally, I am wanting to do work with China um, around what our old industrial model was in our consumption model, where we have come to in the understanding, um, and then how China is now, and India, in a place to really do it differently than we did and how we can help with that. And I think a lot of companies are wanting to help with that. I'll be going to India for October and November, teaching at a new school there. It's, I think it's Harvard Publishing Review has online MBA programs, and India is setting up an executives program in New Delhi, and they're bringing in not only this online learning in, in partnership with Harvard Business Review, but also with people like myself coming in and talking about trends and how you build brand through thinking. Um, so I'll be teaching for two months, and I hope to bring in the ideas and to bring guest speakers about trend for influence and change and, you know, ideas about sustainability and consumer humanism. And I spoke in, in uh, Mumbai last year and people said, we really hadn't heard of brands and meaning before. So, mm -hmm. so as we speak about brands and meaning, it's not just do-gooder. It's about, you know, really developing culture and society together in a new way. And in that way, we're having a dialogue and a give and take and an exchange that makes it very rich and kind of rewarding for everybody. So fascinating. I mean, what a great opportunity to spend two months in India, you know, really talking to business, well, the, you know, the, the future of business and being able to impact them. And, you know, I think what's so interesting is how this kind of ties back to the results of your study that you were on on the program last time talking about, which was kind of this generosity versus greed. And I think now more than ever, we see the need around the world, whether it be in China or India or Haiti or Chile and 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 how Americans have stepped up to the plate, right, in this time of need. And um, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break, but I'd really like to to kind of get your pulse on how maybe the results of that study, um, if you think it's changed over the last year with everything that's kind of happened in the world. So more on that and more from Jody when First Rings returns in just a moment. Thank you. Okay, time for something we can all relate to, shopping. First Strings will be right back after these messages from our advertisers. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. 
Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. Hi, welcome to the SEO shop. How may I help you? Oh, hi. I'm looking for something for my website. Well, I could slip your website into a sleek web campaign. Hmm, okay. Our professional internet marketing experts can custom tailor your web campaign with our SEO services, and by the time we're finished, your website will have such high organic search rankings that it'll turn the heads off of Google, Yahoo, and Bing. I would love that. SEO-shop.com. The experts in professional internet marketing services. Let us research, plan, execute, and succeed on your web campaign today with SEO-shop.com. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. The whoring of Facebook for promotional purposes continues with the WebmasterRadio.fm Facebook fan page. Join our fans by clicking the Facebook logo on the WebmasterRadio.fm homepage and keep up to date with all the latest. Become a fan on Facebook. Her Strings is back with the inside track on Today's Woman. Here's your host, Maria Retan. And welcome back. Joining me today is Jody Turner, founder of CultureFuture.com, a trend and design consultancy based in Los Angeles. And we've been talking a lot first about your experience on the Dr. Phil show and then the whole timing of that around the Haitian earthquake. And then more than that, though, how um, companies are really starting to step to the plate when it comes to social innovations and uh, getting involved in various cultures, different d- different projects that really drive forward change in our community. And, and if nothing else, a higher awareness of things that are out there that need our attention. And Jody, one of the last times you were on the program, you were here sharing the results of your study called Generation G, Generosity versus Greed. And I can't believe it's been about a year. Um, and we've been hearing over the past year clearly due to the economy, how charities are hurting. And yet we've seen just an enormous outpouring of support for those Haitian victims and the victims in Chile. Do you feel that study is more relevant than ever? Or, and do you feel like we've maybe come quite a ways in the last 12 months? I feel like we've come quite a, a ways because, um, you know, there have been uh, various crises for us to deal with. And so, while we recognize that we need many different thinkers to come to the table to help us um, solve the problems that we're in, um, more people are stepping up and being um, you know, lauded for their contributions. It's, it's really a time of um, passion and skill set contribution across the board. Um, when I go and work inside of companies, uh, there's a certain sort of energy of maintaining and it can be kind of draining and, and sometimes sad. And so I come in to bring inspiration. I've been working recently in a co-working space called thehub.net, and it's in Berkeley and also in San Francisco um, because I'm up in, in the Bay Area for now. Um, working on projects, I, I, I switch around. And this is a really wonderful international co-working space of change makers. 
So while you're working there, you're meeting other people doing interesting ideas for the world. And there's social innovation. It could be around green. It could be around business. It could be around whatever topic around the world. Now, we're seeing a real influx of people coming into this role. Um, you know, so I, it, it's an interesting time. I think that things are shifting. And we're recognizing that it's a real communal and community time, not just local, but very local focused with global global effect or global as we've called it before and you know it's really about community now what's the community within your business how they are thriving what's the community outside of your business how can we grow um, our community if your town does well you do well and then how can we also have a global effect because we are a globalized um, entity now mm -hmm. so these are the things we're concerned with and I think um, where we're having effect crisis helps us to rally. We want to be able to do it without crisis, but it seems that we're coming into a time of, uh, of crisis. Mm -hmm. I agree. I feel like a crisis kind of brings people together, right? And kind of stimulates activity. And even if it's not, um, let's say it's not even a, a, a crisis like the Haitian earthquake, but let's say, you know, it was Al Gore a few years ago who kind of came on our radar with his with his little film, you know, yeah. and made us aware of of a crisis. And yes. I mean, that was a little slower burn on that, but it, I feel like a cause gives us something to rally around and stimulates um, stimulates conversation and and action. And it's just about bringing that forward and making making it a point of conversation. And companies. Yeah can certainly do that. They have the power to yes. make it a point of conversation. Now, while we are all suffering with this economic downturn, each of us, each of us has felt it. And, and we, we each need to feel it because it is a mass effect on us and the world. As I travel, I see the effect in the world. But we also, there are people who are genderly saying, we hope it doesn't end so soon that we don't really affect some of the changes that we are setting into motion by having this crisis to rally around. Now, normally we don't want to have a crisis to rally around, but if this is going to help us to move into a new economy in which it's less about the few having indulgences and more about the masses receiving what is truly needed, and, 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 and not by boring design or uh, limited design or political correctness, but rather through intelligent Innovation, which is innovation and invention combined. You know, we, it's an exciting time. We can redesign how we live, work, and play with a new kind of consciousness in mind, knowing that we need to build community and support around our products, and they have to give back in a way that is thrilling to create love mark. And that just means we have to do things of value. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Jody, you know, I know you're always doing something exciting there at Culture of Future, and you mentioned the hub, and you mentioned you're going to India um, to participate in October and November with the Harvard Online MBA program. What else is happening there in the last couple of minutes that we have together that might have implications for marketers out there listening today? Well, I'm having a great time with the people from Finland, um, Helsinki, and a think tank called Demos. And their approach to creating change is interesting. They brought me in to speak on low-carbon lifestyle trends and design, which is high design, to 20 of the uh, journalists in Helsinki. 
They then brought me to um, a movie theater and had me stand up in this beautiful venue to speak to 200 of the advertising creatives on meaning and brand. And then they had me do a recent movie for them that I sent, which is called Nevermind the Copenhagen, and it's about business and climate and how we can make this kind of an interesting and inspirational time of change. So they are just hitting it from all sides because uh, Finland is the highest uh, carbon output for um, Europe. And so as we work with them and the manufacturing plants, how can we shift this paradigm? Um, and they're the most successful uh, right now in manufacturing. Sweden um, is with Finland. So this is a way of having um, an effect, an influence. And now if you look at that beyond just it being a green effect, it's like that is a great PR strategy. Let's get everyone on board. And that is how I run my business. I give a lot of information away to fr for free around the world to journalists. Then when I come in to speak on the ideas, people have already read some of them. And it, it supports, you know, my um, seed planting or or um, strategy that I can present to companies. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Well, so is that, I was going to ask you, is that that video, that film, something that's uh, out there for public consumption, or is that something that's only seen within Finland? Well, it is um, being shown the 19th. We've created it. We've created a presentation, and they're splicing it together now. And it'll be shown <laughs> the 19th. And um, I asked them to send me what it is, and I'll, I'll hopefully be able to post it online. Um, and there is a, you, you can look at a, if you're interested in a video, um, we did a video of Wyden and Kennedy in Portland, Oregon and how they're influencing Portland. And it's called, you can go to YouTube, uh, cultureoffuture.com and um, John Jay, who's the global director of Wyden and Kennedy and what they're doing in the city uh, to influence. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to share about. Oh, there's a book out called Baked In. And... Um, the man that has run, Crispin Porter uh, Boguski, hasn't run it. He's a partner, and he's really influenced it greatly. He um, wrote a book with um, John Windsor, who is a cultural trender, and they, it's a great book about how let's not do PR or advertising, but let's bake into uh, products um, buzzability um, and in ways that are meaningful to people. So it's a shift in advertising. Super. Great. Well, great tips. Thank you for that. So baked in and check out YouTube, cultureoffuture.com. And everybody out there listening today, you can also log on to cultureoffuture.com. And Jody, you still have your blog on Fast Company, right? Yes. Fast Company and Culture of Future. I just posted something on the future of work is shared. And I will be having a biomimicry design uh uh, blog posting soon and an interview with a really incredible young social innovator out of New York City also at the top of my site is a slide share link so it's slideshare.net um, slash culture of future I believe or Jody Turner I'm not sure but it will have a lot of my presentations um, for free for viewing online oh fabulous so slideshare.net culture future.com and uh, guys, check it out for sure. Jody, you're always just so fascinating to talk to. I wish you the best of luck with everything you've got going on. And you always have so much going on. And good luck with that trip to India. It sounds like just a, a fabulous trip. And I'm sure that you will learn as much from them as they learn from you. So good luck with that. Thank you. And thanks to my producer, George, for another really great show. Thanks, George. And join us again for another edition of Purse Strings right here next Tuesday, 3 o'clock Eastern Time. And until then, make it a great one. Mm -hmm.